Hello everyone. Today is November the 6th. It is Saturday of the 31st week in Ordinary Time, and I am Father Jim Wallace, talking to you from Holy Redeemer Residence in Washington, D.C. I'm going to begin with reading the Gospel from Luke, chapter 16, verses 9 to 15. Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you, make friends for yourselves with dishonest wealth, so that when it fails, you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. The person who is trustworthy in very small matters is also trustworthy in great ones. And the person who is dishonest in very small matters is also dishonest in great ones. If, therefore, you are not trustworthy with dishonest wealth, who will trust you with true wealth? If you're not trustworthy with what belongs to another, who will give you what is yours? No servant can serve two masters. He will either hate one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Now the Pharisees who loved money heard all these things and sneered at Jesus. He said to them, You justify yourselves in the sight of others, but God knows your hearts. And what is of human esteem is an abomination in the sight of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Now Jesus says these things as he is journeying to Jerusalem. Luke has him preparing his followers not only for his passion, but for discipleship beyond the events in Jerusalem. And we find a body of teaching in today and yesterday's Gospel, and throughout the Gospel, on the subject of possessions, wealth, money, and its proper use. Luke returns to this issue again and again in the parables and in the teaching of Jesus. Anxiety about money can inflict both those who need it and those who have it, but never have enough. So we hear some teachings today on the proper use of money and possessions and wealth. The bottom line is found at the end of today's gospel. You cannot serve God and mammon. Some translations have God and wealth or God and money. A choice has to be made. And that comes down to what are you going to worship? Who are you going to serve? If God, then that takes us back to the two great commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and all your strength. And the second commandment, love your neighbor as yourself. But what to do with money? Today, Jesus says, use it to make friends for eternity. Use it for those most in need. And when they get to heaven, they'll be waiting for you. And be trustworthy, faithful in your use of money. Don't be seduced by it. I remember a very fine book back in the 80s, I think, called The Holy Use of Money by the Jesuit John Howie. And he looked at money as potentially a sacramental a sign of God's goodness and generosity when used for the good, when used to mediate God's love for the vulnerable, the poor, those on the brink, the immigrants, the homeless, the hungry. Every day offers some opportunity to be generous, if only with your spirit, if you keep your eyes open. But our true wealth is to be found in each other. Now, if you go to the first reading today, it's different verses from the final chapter in the letter to the Romans. And that is verses 3 to 9, 16, and then it jumps to 22 to 27. Here, 
Paul's concluding words to the Romans single out various people in the community at Rome for his greetings. Now, they, nine are mentioned today, nine names. There are another 15 if you read the verses omitted today in chapter 16. So altogether, you had 26 names mentioned. Still, the partial listing today tells us something about Paul. He was not a one-man show, and he recognized the people he either worked with or heard of from afar, and so treasured their work for the community, because Paul had not been to the Roman community at this time. Some of the people there he had worked with in other places. But Paul names men and women, Jewish and Gentile Christians, slaves and free people, these are among the nine names. He holds up especially Prisca and Aquila, a Jewish married couple who became followers of Jesus and were a great help to Paul at Ephesus and at Corinth, even risking their lives for him. In addition to Prisca, Mary and Junius are all women noted for leadership roles. Junius is linked with Adronicus like another husband and wife team. Both were prisoners with Paul. Epinetus was Asia's first convert. Paul's gratitude and love rings out in these sections. It's worth reading chapter 16, just to feel the warmth of Paul. Next to our God, revealed in Jesus Christ, the true wealth of the Christian community is its people. God's people are our true riches. And may it be said of us in our day, and may we live in gratitude, of those who serve us through their ministries in the church, men and women, people of all races, ethnicities, generous people. This is Father Jim Wallace from Holy Redeemer in Washington, D.C. Thank you for listening.